Hello, everyone. <laughs> Welcome to the Professional Insight Podcast, Season 3, Episode 5. Um, thanks you very much, it. Bondo. That's great. Awesome. <laughs> thanks to our uh, sponsors, Brand Boulevard. We really appreciate it. Uh, I'm Brandon Curry. I'm Jeff Collins. I'm Josh Bond. And Trevor Lindy. So Trevor, we, since the last time we recorded, um, the new CMHC rules have come down the pipeline. Yes. Uh, can you maybe give it, uh, you know, maybe a brief synopsis on who's in, who's out and what this all entails and what this means, please. Yeah, for sure. So we've got, uh, CMHC announced a few weeks ago, um, beginning of June, uh, we're recording, just so that everybody knows, we're recording on June 25th. These new rules come out on July 1st. And basically, because so in a previous episode, we talked about Evan Seidel getting before the House Standing Committee on Finance uh, with our federal government and, you know, making some statements, you know, the concerns of a 10% down payment, uh, talks about our market declining by 9 to 18% in one particular model. Uh, but... The key point also was that the market would rebound by uh, within 12 months after that date. So basically a 24-month model that it would rebound. Anyways, uh, CMHC at the beginning of June decided they were going to come out and they were going to make some changes uh, to help uh, you know, stabilize the market uh, and help protect people because the, uh, um, the, the theory or the, the modeling that it is going to decline. Okay, uh, so the changes are, there's three particular changes that they are now making that come out on July 1st. Uh, one borrower, so the, the, the low impact ones are, one borrower must have a minimum credit score of 680. Uh, I believe that number was previously 650. Um, so it's up a little bit, making it a little bit harder. So not a huge impact for a lot of buyers. Uh, the next thing that they're doing is they've limited the down payment sources. So Prior to July 1st, you could have what's referred to as a flex down mortgage. If you have the ability within your capacity, you can put a, uh, you can use a line of credit, unsecure line of credit um, towards your down payment. You can, uh, um, a loan even, as long as you can service it, you can use it. Uh, and then the last, so again, not very many people impacted by that one. The one that's really impactful is the reduction in the, uh, you know, wh what's, what Dominion put together as the debt to income ratio. So we've got, we've talked about it before, the gross debt service, the total debt service. Uh, those percentages of your gross income are 39 and 44 today, prior to July 1st. July 1st, CMHC has now announced they are reducing them from 39% gross debt down to 35%. And the total debt from 44 down to 42%. What does that mean for a consumer? A decrease in their purchasing power by up to 12%. Huge. So first-time buyer is going to be even crazier once again. It's going to be jammed down to an affordable price point. Well, here's the best part. So we have three default insurers in Canada. We've got CMHC, Genworth, and Canada Guarantee. This is not federal legislation. So as soon as the announcement came out, honestly, that I, I got the email from TD, actually, from my account rep at TD, and I literally, it came in 445 on, I forget what, it was a Thursday, I think, and I sent an email out to Chrissy Walker, um, my, my CMA, excuse me, my Genworth rep. I emailed Chrissy, hey, have you heard anything about this? What's Genworth's position? 
and literally I hit send, she's calling me on the phone and we're having a conversation that they had known about it a couple of weeks prior that Genworth and Canada Guarantee were both scheduled to have calls with uh, Bill Morneau, Minister of Finance, uh, to find out whether or not this was going to be federal legislation or not. Uh, those meetings have happened. This is not a federal change. So there are going to be some lenders out there that primarily send their insured business, so they're less than 20% down deals, to CMHC. So there's going to be some lenders that are going to turn around and say, well, we're not going to have two separate rules. We're just going to have one. Thankfully, we've got enough lenders out there and we have the two other, the two private default insurers, Genworth and CMH, excuse me, Genworth and Canada Guarantee, that have both said there is no change. So July 1st. They'll get, they'll get nice and busy then. Yes, there's a high likelihood that their numbers will, you know, to turn around and tell a client that is at a $300,000 purchase price, if they're losing 12% of their purchase power, mm. that puts them down to what, two. 264, I think, mathematic, 12%. I think that would be 30. Yep, 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 yep. Yeah, right. So 30,000. Yeah, a few 10, condos, so, maybe. Well, let's be honest. You're not getting. Good luck. Right? You're not getting anything here in Niagara for that. So think of how many areas would actually be impacted. So you're going to go and take people. It was the same thing that we experienced when the stress test got implemented, where people's purchasing power got dramatically impacted see, see this is the problem all you can get is condos at that price point and then the condo fee is another 400 on top of it absolutely. and i haven't done the so math that, to that include the condo the fees. they can't do it yeah, yeah absolutely i haven't done the math to include the condo fees in a lot of cases because typically people when i'm having that conversation they don't want a condo right most people would rather no. have this whether it be attached or detached they want the freehold property they don't want they to get don't into want the condo, condo fees. That's why they don't want the condo fees. Yeah, they mm -hmm. want to control. They want to control their property. But right? a lot of condo fees do include water and you know, like sometimes hydro stuff like that too. So it's not as bad as people think it is. Right. But it's just you know you're you're inflating it by two fifty, three hundred, four hundred. Typically, they can't they can't do it. Yes, it's impossible to find two fifty and under right now. Yeah, like I've got a client right now where you know we were having the conversation. She's she's good for three twenty five if she buys a freehold. It drops down to 300 if she buys a condo. And that's based on a $300 a month condo fee. That's it. Right? That's a $25,000 swing. And well, even finding a condo at 300K is pretty tough. And the hard part to it at that price point is you're dealing with flippers who are also your competition who have cash. Yeah. Your buyers can't have cash. They need a, a financing inspect, you know, a financing clause. And on top of that, every house in that price range under 300000 needs, I'd say, minimum of twenty-five dollars to $40,000 worth of work done to it. So you'll have a lot of concrete block basements, you'll have wet basements, you'll have asbestos, you'll have knob and tube, you'll have a furnace or an AC that's gone, you'll have a roof that's decimated, you have windows that are terrible. It's, it's like the unattainable house right now. It's, mm -hmm. it's like I almost don't even want to work at price point because it's just... It's, it's a really hard... Crazy. Yeah. Absolutely. It's an extremely difficult price point to be at. So um, key message here, again, it hasn't been a long episode. You know, feel free to ask any questions if you guys do have any, but the key message is going forward, it's only one that's changing. So we're not going to have that, you know, detrimental impact to everybody out there in the market. Um, but it may very well turn around and 
require and, some people. And if I just want to add one quick question, yeah. uh, Trev, how easy is it for, let's say, a TD or, or one of the big five banks, or even a credit union, to switch from CMHC as their insurer to Genworth or to somewhere else? A lot of, it could be extremely difficult. The reason being is because certain lenders, uh, the big five banks specifically, have predetermined contracts already signed with one, two, or all three default insurers. So as an example, um, I don't know the actual numbers, but let's say RBC has a contract signed with uh, CMHC that 70% of every single deal that comes into the queue that's insured automatically goes to CMHC. So RBC, again, I don't know. I don't know what their percentage of business that actually goes. Uh, and I don't know, know RBC's policy, but RBC's policy could shift and say, well, is it fair that, or is it, is it, does it make sense for us to have one policy for 70% of our business and then have a different policy for the other 30, right? Mm -hmm. So the, the 3542 versus 3944, I think we're going to see a lot of those lenders that do have high toggles going towards CMHC may just very well say, you know what, we can't, we can't get into it. We're not going to, to deal with this. So we'll just adopt the new CMHC rules on July 1st. Yeah. But I mean, it was, it was, it was a hard enough market with, for first time buyers to begin with. Yeah. Impossible. Right? And Impossible the, market. the frustrating part, it very, so we talked about Evan Seidel, CMHC president and CEO before the house standing committee on finance. And he made comments and he was very explicit that they've done strict modeling that in their model, they created over the next 12 months, we could see a, nine to 18% decrease. However, the market would fully rebound the following 12 months. So a 24 month outlook, the market may dip and then go back up. Then why the hell are you announcing and making these changes today? Yeah. It doesn't make any sense. And right. just for our listeners, that's not the prediction for our region. No, our our region is, 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 is touted to be very strong, right? Uh, exactly, right? And the reality is those are national numbers yep. and they're not proven. It's a model, right? And any, you know, I, I'm, not, I'm not playing skeptic or conspiracy theorist when I make this statement, but look at COVID. Our government did modeling and projections for the outbreak and how things were going to work. And fortunately, because of these steps and, and uh, um, social direction distancing. and social distancing and the direction yep. that our government went, we were able to flatten the curve. We were able to reduce those projections. So far. Yep. So, yeah, so far, right? Yeah, things could definitely. But so, you know, Jeff, to your point, that argument could be that, you know, the these projections that CMHC is making could come to fruition, but I looked at May statistics, May 2020 versus May 2019, every single municipality in the region, except for Niagara on the Lake was up. Niagara on the Lake was minus 12. The statistics showed that Welland was plus 18. Niagara Falls plus 12. On prices, on prices, right? Not listings. Yeah. 
Yes. Yeah. 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 Growth. We're, we're short in supply right now. Right. But we are seeing an increase in supply coming onto the market, but where the we're, problem, you know what, we're seeing an increase in multiple offers right now for everything under 400,000. Yeah. Like we've got, we have a small increase in supply, but we have an incremental in like a small incremental increase on the demand side because of how many, like I got phone calls last week when we went into phase two, say, Hey, Trev, I'm going back to work now. Awesome. Now you can resume your house hunt. Right. So yeah, yeah, absolutely. Can they resume their house? Hunt? Does that affect the two months they took off their income for mortgages? Yeah. As long as if they are, if, if their income is structured, it's not a variable compensation role. Uh, it's not, uh, you know, we're not using overtime to qualify. We're using like strictly guaranteed hours. Then yeah, absolutely. They can reduce, excuse me, resume their, their house hunt. I've got every single person I've worked with for the last two years who are contemplating buying or selling all reaching out at the same time right now. Yeah. Everyone. And there's just, there's nothing out there. Like it's gone. Sale of property once again is going to become something that's a myth because you won't be able to get it anymore. Yep. You know, I've already seen it. Chance. I've already the seen it. This level is going to have to go up and, up and and it sucks. But it is going to be a 2016. Well, yeah, you know what? So. That's, what it was, that's what it was shaping for before COVID hit. That's right. This is delayed for three months and now it's, it's built up. So you've got, uh, you know, people are starting to remove their, their sale of properties already. You've got people removing their condition of finance already. And you've got people that are removing their home inspections. And I was talking with a realtor that made a great point that, you know what, the, the real estate governing bodies, Aurea and Korea need to step up and they need like put, put something in place to protect these people. Right. Put a blanket due diligence, I think on it. That they have mandatory, no choice. Mandatory one week cooling off period. That's what yes. Yeah. That, that was essentially where like that agent bill, was going from. Right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Why is it acceptable on new construction? Why is it acceptable in other provinces? But for whatever reason here in our province, in Ontario, there has not been anybody to step up and, and put that foot down and say no. Mandatory cooling off period. Or, you know what? No, we're not going to allow people. They have to have a like the amount of agents that have called me in the last week that are, Hey, Trev, how solid is this person's financing? Do you think they could take out their condition? I'm like, my response always, as you guys have known, I've said it before is no, unless they can pay cash. No, Jeff, you and I have had those conversations where, what do you think? I'm like, well, they're pretty solid, but I'm not going to be the one to give them the advice and take the liability on myself. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, but anyways, CMHC changes July 1st. So after, so this is already aired after the changes have happened, but we still have other alternatives. Don't jump. We'll talk you off the ledge. You'll be okay. Well, thanks nice. very much, Trevor. I uh, really appreciate it. Thanks to everyone that's listening and keep listening and sharing and caring and downloading because we really want to get that uh, Joe Rogan contract. That'd be great. Joe, uh, give us a call, Joe. We'd be happy with what one percent of that contract. Oh, 1% of that. Let's be honest. We'll be happy with one percent of that contract. Hundred um, percent. Thanks very much, everyone. Bondo, help us help you stay informed. Hi, I'm Emily Roger, and I host a leadership show called The Boiling Point with my co-host Dave Vale. Together, we sit down with trailblazing entrepreneurs, thought leaders, and movement makers who are driving meaningful change in our world. The show is all about exploring the lives and perspectives of leaders who are making a difference. 
Join us for insightful conversations that challenge the status quo, spark new ideas, and inspire you to take action. Find us on Apple, Spotify, YouTube, or at BoilingPointPodcast.com. The Podcast Super Friends is a monthly meeting of five podcast producers. Hi, I'm Catherine O'Brien from Branch Out Programs in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. I'm John Gay from Jagged Detroit Podcasts. I'm Matt Kundle from the Sound Off Podcast Network. I'm David Yes from Pod 617, the Boston Podcast Network. And I'm Johnny Peterson from Straight Up Podcasts. Together, they form the Podcast Super Friends, an alliance of podcast masterminds sharing best practices, insights, and discussions to help make you a better podcaster. Follow or subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or at soundoff.network. Hey, 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 hey. Produced by Cryer Media and distributed by the Sound Off Media Company.